The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. You know, there, there are times we make a Kiddush Hashem and we don't even know we make a Kiddush Hashem. I'm going to share with you a very classic Chavetz Chaim story. This story happened to one of the uh, rabbis who was a Muslim from Chavetz Chaim. As, um, and uh, it's a well-known story uh, that happened with Rabbi Rodin, who is uh, a long-time rabbi in Dallas, Texas. And the Baruch Shem, he still has a shul there. And uh, I don't know all the details, but certainly the basic details were they needed X amount of dollars to complete a building campaign that was critical for the shul, for the growth of the shul. And the question was, where this money, where's this money going to come from? And they were, they, they did what they could, but it didn't, it didn't look great and they desperately needed this money. And all of a sudden, a tall, a tall a Dallas individual, a Texan individual with a big cowboy hat walks in with a Southern drawl, with a Texas drawl. And, uh, he says, Rabbi, are you Rabbi Rodin, this, is this the, uh, you know, they mentioned the name of the shul in Dallas. And he says, yes. He says, can I talk to you for a minute? And he says, of course, sit down, have a nice conversation. And this Jewish Texan, who didn't know that much about Judaism, and you'd imagine if you wanted to make a donation to, to a synagogue, probably wouldn't, a pit, wouldn't pick such a synagogue, did pick such a synagogue. And he wrote out a check right on the spot to Rabbi Rodin, pretty much for the exact amount that they needed. I don't remember if the exact amount was 10,000, 20,000. This is going back many years. And uh, 30 years ago, th- uh, 40 years ago, $10,000 was not a small amount of money. It's not small today, but it certainly was a lot bigger then. And he's like flabbergasted. You, you're writing out a check. I don't even know you. And this is money that we can complete our building. This is incredible that you're writing this check out. It's like you're a shiach from a Kodesh Baruch I have to ask you. Before he left, he said, I know maybe I shouldn't, uh, you know, create trouble for myself, but I need to ask you, what motivated you to write a check out to our shul? You don't know us. You don't seem to be somebody familiar with the Orthodox community. What made you do this? He said, I'll tell you what made me do this. I just came back from Israel. And in Israel, you know, we make, you know, of course, us, um, whatever, however he described himself as a Jew, and certainly wasn't Orthodox at the time. Uh, he said, oh, so we Jews, we go around, we go different places. And of course, we go to the Wailing Wall, right? We put on those little paper yarmulkes that they have over there. They put them on their heads and they take them around. They take pictures and they say some, you know, psalms or whatever. And that's what we did. We, did, we One of our stops was the Wailing Wall. And I was standing by the Wailing Wall and I was, you know, doing doing my thing. And I saw this Jew. I saw this Jew looked very serious with his black garb, with his beard, and he was pouring his heart out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he was praying with such sincerity. I just, I could not take my eyes off of this particular person, the way he was talking to Hashem with such love and such fervor and such honesty, pouring his heart out for whatever needs he had. And maybe even to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for all the kindnesses that he, that he gave him. And I said to myself, I, I am so moved. I need to do something. And to me, this person represents genuine Judaism. Judaism of the highest level. 
So I'm going to go back to my hometown in Dallas, Texas, and find where is that place of the most genuine Torah Judaism. He went into some kind of a, it was it a bakery or some kind of Jewish store and he came back to Dallas and he asked, I'm looking for the real deal. I'm looking for a place that teaches Torah the way it's supposed to be, unadulterated, no Zoras, no changes, no deviations. I need to know where is such a place where it's good old fashioned religion, the way it's supposed to be. No games and no changes and no cutting corners because that's what I saw. That's what I, that person to me represented the absolute highest levels because I saw the way he prayed. I saw the way he talked to God. And he wrote out a check and he says, Rabbi, that's why I came to you. Because they told me if you want genuine Torah, you want the real old fashioned religion, as they say, that's the place to go. And Baruch Hashem, that really changed the course of that shul. It's a, it's a dynamic force in, in Texas, still in Dallas, until today. Bez Hashem should be, uh, continue for many, many years to come. And you stop and you reflect. You stop and you reflect. <laughs> this Jew doesn't, doesn't know what he did. All this Jew did was daven with all his heart to God. He didn't know anybody was watching. He was standing there in the corner at the Kosel. And it happened to be that this tall Texan Jew, Texas Jew, decides to uh, get inspired. After 120 years, that Jew is going to go up to Shemayim. After 120 years, that Jew is going to show, his life is going to be shown to him, and all the schusim of the mitzvahs that he did are going to come on his behalf. And all of a sudden, there's going to be a bunch of things going on in Dallas, Texas, and there, as a movie, This Is Your Life, you know, gets, goes, uh, goes up on the stage there, and on the, the, the Bezim Shomailan, the heavenly court, and they're watching the video, and all these wonderful mitzvahs, yeah, I did this, I did that, or Hashem, all that. Dallas, Texas, I've never been to Dallas, I've never even been to America, for all I know. I, I don't, I, you must have the wrong video. This has nothing to do with me. I didn't do anything to this shul. I wasn't responsible for all the shurim in Dallas, Texas that are being taught in that shul and all the Jews that have been impacted, all the lives that have been changed. So why am I, why is this in my video? Why is this part of my life? Well, it's part of your life because that happened because of you. That happened because that one particular Wednesday afternoon that you went to the Kosel and you poured your heart out, you changed the destiny of Countless people that you don't even know about. The boy say that's the power of Kiddush Hashem. If we live a life and we gain inspiration from people, the elevation to that soul is something that he'll never know, that that soul will never know until it comes to that time when we face our Creator. But we have that same ability. We should be inspired not just for the purposes of elevating somebody else in the Shabbat, but look what it'll do for us. Because we don't even, we can't even imagine the people that we inspire. We can't even imagine the people that we can impact. And we can do it every single day by the way we act, by the way we interact, by the way we learn Torah, by the way we daven. We, we can- Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.